There's a whole crowd of men out there who need this. Welcome to the case study. This case study will be marked down in time. Known to all as the record keeper of the historic rise of the woke man. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, welcome, gentlemen. I don't know if any women will be listening to this, but quite frankly, I don't care. What I want is to see the change in man. Yes, that's hurt. The change in man. This is the Woke Man series, where you hear the stories of men who changed, who laid to rest their old ways of thinking, and who opened up and started expressing their truth. Revealing emotion, strengthening their self-awareness, and breaking free from the old paradigm of being a man. This is going to help men find the courage to open up, to break the shackles of toxic masculinity, and to guide them home in becoming a better man. Let's go. Oh, by the way, it's Luca. Luca Reedy from the Feeling Alive podcast. And The Woke Man is a sub-series. You're welcome. Welcome back to the Feeling Alive podcast sub-series, The Woke Man. Now, here we are with Luke Salmon. We're talking about his conscious journey. How are you, brother? Mate, I am incredible. How are you? Very good, man. Very good. Very honored to be able to share your story and share many other men's stories. So thanks for joining me, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Brother, where'd you grow up? Where do you live where'd now? I, where'd I grow up? I grew up in Cronulla, uh, so south of Sydney. Yeah. And currently I'm living up in Byron Bay. So yeah. big change coming from the, the city and the suburbs out to a more of a more of a peaceful energy. Yeah, yeah, totally, man. How old are you now? I'm 24. Cool, fuck. Prime, bro. Yeah, prime. Wow. <laughs> You're on this journey young. I love it. So good. Yeah, I, I, I get that mirrored to me a lot through being on the work. Like, I wish I started so young. I wish I started. I'm like, well, I'm doing it now. So I'm, yeah. I'm in a position to, to speak so, to a, a younger audience, which I'm, I'm really excited about. Man, so good. Good on you. Because I was just thinking, um, well, I just saw yesterday a little uh, social media, something from Gary Vee anyway, popped up. And it was like, I didn't create, he, he said, I didn't create my first content until, I'm thir- until I was 34. Yeah. And now he's obviously, obviously, everyone knows about him, millions of followers. But that's in 10 years, so it's just over 40, what you can accomplish at that point, you know? So it's really exciting when you start these things young and you just like, you can get a little bit hard on yourself, like, oh, I'm not doing, I haven't been, I'm not here yet or I'm not there yet or I haven't done this yet. And for you to be, I mean, for both of us to be, Doing this younger, the better. Man, it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Cool, what are you doing for a living right now? What am I doing for a living? So uh, <clears throat> I've just transitioned from a transformational gym in Sydney. So that was my, my previous business up until about three months ago. Mm-hmm. Sold my shares and now myself and my business partner, Taylor, who I met in Bali at a retreat, which we'll get into in a sec. Uh, we've started a coaching business. So Basically, it's a no bullshit approach to helping humans become better humans. So mm. through our journey, through the self-development industry, through mindset, embodiment work, breath work, we just bring all modalities together. Mm-hmm. And for us, <clears throat> we're seeing it as like a, we're working with people who it's, it's a transition. It's like 
you see a lot of people who are just focusing on spirituality and, and, and embodiment. Like, okay, I'm going to be all the time. And there's the other high performance uh, type of human mindset, mindset where we're both together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's 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 what we're doing at the moment. That's cool, man. Good on you. What inspired you to do that? Uh, a, a lot. So three years in the work of self development and being in a, a really high performance, high achieving type environment, but then also being a little bit different in that environment. Like, wow, I'm, I'm like I'm having my time to reflect and uh, to to breathe and to to be. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't see many people out there doing this. And uh, recently did work with Preston Smiles and Alexi Panos. And that was like, wow, okay, you're the first real bridge I've seen who are combining the two modalities together. So yeah, I've just, I've seen that there's two very polar opposites. I'm like, how can we bring this together? Fuck mm. okay, awesome, mm. dude. That's really cool. And what's one thing you're really good at? What's one thing I'm really good at? I, okay, I can really meet feminine energy uh, where it's at because it's, it's, it's very different. So just going to reference the, the relationship with my business partner, Taylor. It's not a sexually intimate connection. We're very, like, we're intimate with each other in our space, but there's like a union between us. And it's mm. a very like fiery type dynamic energy. Whereas like I, I meet other very soft, fair, uh, surrender type feminine energies. And I'm just like, wow, I, I really have this ability to meet the feminine energy where it needs to be met by the masculine. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. How, how does that, that's really powerful. How does that um, translate when you're meeting masculine energy? When I'm meeting masculine energy, well, there's 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 elements of feminine within the masculine as well. Uh, I've actually found that uh, with the masculine energy, yes, I, I have that ability to to be more, uh, I'd say, more directed, more decisive, like most masculine, more of an, an alpha type of masculine energy. But I also have a very feminine, which can be grounding for masculine energy as well. One of the things I found is that in this journey myself. Uh, I have this pattern of, or this trigger. I sometimes feel challenged by the masculine as well because I spend a lot more time in, in a sort of a feminine. So like that's, that's sort of one of my next, next awesome. patterns to, to work through. So yeah. Awesome, man. Cool. Awesome, brother. Uh, what's your um, biggest fear right now? Biggest fear right now? Uh, <clears throat> biggest fear. I'm going to say it's a fear of, uh, fear of, fear of failure. I'm going to say probably at this, this point in my life, fear of failure, just mm. starting a new business. Uh, I work through it a lot, but at this point, like we did our, our first program launch was super successful and now it's like, okay, let's transition back into the cycle to, to launch our next program. So I'm at this weird transition period. We're like, wow, we delivered really well, but we're now going to uh, duplicate that basically results. So it's a, it's a journey ahead, but yeah, I'm going to say it's, it's fear of failure. Mm, I feel you on that. Mm. What's your favorite quote? Favorite quote? Uh, it's probably one for myself. It's, it's been recently, it's whatever's for us. We've had so much pivoting and, and uh, there's been a, like a, a directive, a, sorry, a decisiveness to us. Like we're trying to really push and, and create results in our life. There's also like, a, we, uh, is there too much resistance coming from it? So it's like yeah, whatever's for us. Totally, man. Whatever is for us. That's, I mean, that's like, uh, here, I'll show you this. This is, this is exactly what you're talking about. Dao Te Ching. Mm. Um, for those who haven't, who I'm not watching this or, or um, just listening to this, Tao Te Ching is, is um, the ancient philosophy of Taoism, which is effortless action. I mean, if you can explain it in words, this is the thing. Have you read much Taoism stuff? No, I haven't. So Lao Tzu created this, and it's exactly what we're talking about here. I'll, and I'll come around full circle in a sec. But like 
Lao Tzu, well, they say Lao Tzu created this many, 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 many centuries ago, but then there's no record of Lao Tzu really existing. Um, and he was a bit before Confucius. And um, they say you should never be able to, you shouldn't be able to actually translate the Tao into words because then you're mm. not in the Tao and the Tao is a way of being. But it's this, it's this dichotomy. It's like you're supposed to explain it to someone, but then you're supposed to like understand. But then you're not, you're not in the Tao if you're having to explain it. And what yeah. it really is, is, is what you're talking about, is this flow, um, mm. and effortless action. A, a guy who is a good friend of mine, um, Phil. He's, geez, sixty something, and um, he's a he's from the acid era, right? The sixties where he was like right. studying consciousness through LSD and surfing and going through this. And he just caught up with me the other day and said, I've got to give you this book to read. Mm. And he's just been passing me all these ancient philosophy, philosophical texts. And, and he messaged me the other day and he goes, have you, have you been reading the Tao Te Ching? And I said, yeah, yeah. And he goes, what, what is it to you? And I said, effortless action. And he just like, he's like, just does a smiley face and a wink. And he's like, you got it. And so I guess, <laughs> Because I, I'm with you on this, brother, is that uh, I have tend to just like that masculine drive, 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 mm. and then you hit resistance, but then there's the old business culture that says, just keep going, don't go, worry about go. it, just go. And then what if that wasn't actually for you? Mm. So it's this really, it's, I mean, I'm in this process now of just fully being with the flow mm. as and 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 just like going okay cool is this within my heart because i think if you tune into your heart and for those people who don't know it's just like it feels good for your in your gut or it feel, feels good in your body go in that direction until you hit resistance and it doesn't feel good yeah massively yeah that's a really long-winded answer and to uh back up your quote man but i believe in you <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> um next question what's a conscious man to you what is a conscious a conscious man is a heart-centered man i think that's the base yeah. of it a conscious man is heart-centered how does one man become heart-centered how does one man become heart-centered uh one man would become heart-centered by going through first and foremost some pain in their life to realize mm there's there's a whole i think there's an appreciation when you're going through the depths when you're going through the pain there's that uh appreciation and gratitude for that the, the pole opposite of that which is yeah love and to tend to be heart-centered uh <clears throat> there's a an awareness that needs to come forward too in that discovery of what it means to be heart-centered there's uh other mentors and models of what a heart-centered leader can be and that's been that's been a big thing for me i've gone through a lot of comparison to a lot of idols and mentors online i'm like oh well, that's a heart center man or that's a heart center man so there's an element of okay like what belief systems uh and models of the world are people using out there but then how can you tune back and, and use it for you as well mm, beautiful mm. man beautiful what's one thing that challenges you right now one thing that challenges me right now uh wanting to do all the things <laughs> wanting yeah. to do all the things i'm like oh i want to want to start a podcast this business is doing this we're going to start a retreat but i also want to have a biohacking center but i also want to make australia's largest supplement brand i'm like oh these people are doing like uh, essential oils and they're starting like all these network marketing companies i'm like that's cool but it doesn't really resonate with me but i'd yeah, like to cool. have a model similar to that so i'm just like it's like wow. i come back come back in with what's for me in this part of my life 
and I've got so many years as well. So this is the whole thing yeah. about being 24. I'm just like, oh, I can do all the things. And I'm like, it can be a process. I could have a year of focusing on foundations here, yeah. then my next step, then my next step. So, yeah. 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 I feel you, man. I'm with you on that. I, I think I've got a bit more sharper at that just re, like over time. I was interviewing my last Wokeman guest, um, Davey Rowe. He's 6.58 and um, mm. 58 maybe. Sorry, Davey, if you're listening to this. No, <laughs> Sorry, Davey. Um, and he's been really successful in, in, in construction, but also lost millions of dollars and got fucked over and that sort of led him to his awakening. But um, he was saying... The last question is like, what's one tip you'd give your old selves just starting this journey? And he just goes, just chill, man. Mm. He goes, just chill, take it easy. And it really resonated with me to just drop into like, you know, I mean, a question that I'll always ask myself every day is how can I serve the light? How am I serving the light today? Mm. And are we serving the light by constantly going this, 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 this. And that's what I'm like, oh, fuck yes, I want to study this. I'm studying, I'm like studying three things now, right now. And so I, it's like, I think it's just a constant reminder. I don't know how we can do that, man, but like setting a reminder on our phone or whoever's listening to this, constantly doing it themselves is just like allow yourself to sit because you'll find how hard it is. Do you find how really hard it is to just like sit in stillness? I don't find it hard. I find it hard to then create the space when I have so many ideas happening. Ah, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Once I'm there, I'm like, I'm, I'm here, I'm with it. But like cool. just allowing myself to like, you need to prioritize the time to sit and to be still. Yeah, so important, man. That's mm. really cool. Uh, what's unconditional love mean to you, Luke? Unconditional love. Uh, love, love with no agenda. It's, yeah. there, there's an element of love uh of yourself so yeah. unconditionally loving yourself uh, as well as as well around you there's a, a love with no agenda it's it's being able to meet someone's needs uh in a place of i'm i'm so here to meet meet your needs and to and to, to love you fully yeah have you ever mm. loved someone conditionally oh 100 <laughs> percent definitely definitely yeah <laughs> condition yeah <laughs> fuck so many eh? Mm. i feel that uh, last last question in this section. Do you believe in a greater power and what is that to you? Yes, I do. Uh, I, the journey for me has been I was brought up in a, like a, a Catholic school, so that was my whole, like, God, this, mm. is, this is everything. And what I've realized uh, over the last couple of years is that spirituality or having a higher power, or a force greater than us, doesn't need to have all these dogmas attached to it, all these, like, you need to do this and gather on a Sunday and do this and do this. So I believe that... Uh, there's a, a universal energy which is is guiding me in my decisions and whatever is for me, the the, the doorway is going to be open for me in my life all the time and it's up to me whether I want to take that step. So I believe I'm I'm always guided. Powerful, brother. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the real deal now and we're going to talk about your conscious journey. And Perfect. the first question is, what did your life look like as unwoke and how does it compare to you right now? Cool. So... Uh, Unwoke me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say three years ago was sort of the first awakening. Uh, I've had similar, so just uh, sorry, steps since then uh, mm -hmm. that awoke me even more. But pre, prior to that, unwoke me was very much a, a doing energy with uh, no real depth. It was just like I'm doing the things and it was, uh, I was out of a place of proving myself 
to my dad because like mm. he was the the love I craved as a kid and I was like I want to I want to I want to be there for him and I want to receive his love so mm-hmm. for me that was just a an energy of doing an energy of proving yeah and <laughs> I had a I've always I've always been heart centered but it's 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 looked very different so for me uh, I was in this this state of comparison as being brought up in a in a, in a male culture of okay like we gotta we gotta sleep with girls we gotta we gotta do this we gotta we gotta have the highest tally so like I I was brought up in that and it never really resonated with me but I was doing it to to fit in and to really prove myself mm. so. I think my journey as Unwork was very much about the comparison and fitting into the box and the societal norms of what everyone does. Mm-hmm. And how it compares to now and what I'm doing is it's it's less doing in my life. There is still an element of I wanna I wanna do more things to have a greater impact. And impact was never something for me back then. Uh, but now it's about doing less things, having more impact, being able to give myself the space and give other people the space so I can show up with them and, and share in love with them mm. wow it's beautiful brother mm. what's your what was your biggest vice in that unwoke period biggest vice uh it was work i'm gonna say it was work yeah i just kept coming back i, I didn't want to feel emotions i didn't want to didn't want to uh i didn't want help i was just like i'm just gonna work and i'm gonna mm. prove myself to everyone around me that like i don't need you uh, i don't I, I don't need love yeah. my front that I was putting on, like, I'm just going to work hard. I'm going to create these results in my life. So I just kept coming back to, to, to work as a, as an avoidance for what I didn't want to experience or what I was scared of experiencing in my life. Mm. Wow, man. What, what about the emotion? Which, which emotion challenged you most in that period too? I've got anger, shame, guilt, fear, uh, and anxiety. Mm. Which one of those really hit you? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say there's been a big element of guilt wow. uh, throughout that period. Uh, I yeah yeah that, that that's definitely resonating with me even more now is that I I knew I could be loving and be opening and be supportive and be more connected with people, but I just I, I lack trust with people around yeah. me. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna do this all myself, and I was like, I don't have to. I'm gonna avoid this emotion so I can just focus on me. I don't have to. And through that period, like I would I was starting to become consciously aware of it but i would still choose not to go down that path i wasn't going to open myself up to the possibility so there was a lot of guilt held with that and mm. even i'd go even deeper here with uh with my, my family so i started the self-development journey and uh, i had all these new tools but i was still not implementing them in my life for people around me and i was mm. like well is this element of guilt and like there's people very very close to me that need the help i feel like i can't help you but i have the skills to do it. I just, I just held this guilt, and through the last couple of years, I've had a lot of policing those emotions. So yeah, it's been big. So even prior to that, was there anything that you contributed that emotion to? Was there anything like underlying which made you feel that guilt earlier, mm. like from a younger age? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are, you, are you talking like very young, like? more yeah. traumas based around it yeah, yeah okay let's let's yeah let's um yeah i'm gonna say uh <clears throat> throughout my, my my childhood especially because 
dad was a, a model for me that I wanted to, to keep showing my love to through, through hard work and, and through doing things with him. I had a mum that had a lot of unconditional love for me. Mm. And I've, I rejected that. I started to reject that from a young age because it was always there. But all she wanted was to be literally seen and loved by her son as well. So I think the roots of my of guilt have come from me just rejecting my mum from such a young age. And that's yeah. sort of played out and contributed in my life until I actually started the journey. Working on it. And and you and yeah. you're finding that that's you're you're letting that go and finding forgiveness for that now, are you? Yeah, massive. Yeah, wow. And it's completely changed the relationship with my mum. It's like incredible. Wow, man. Who's yeah. loved? Who's love did you crave most growing up? It was dads. Yeah. It was dads. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was a lot more scarce love. It was a. Uh, I need to prove myself to 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 gain his love, whereas mum was just so unconditional. It was always there. So I've just gone. No, nah, it's always. Yeah, and that's sort of why you got the guilt because you're just like, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't need that. And then I see her now in like this phase of my life and over the past couple of years, she just wanted that and I became more aware of it. And then I was like, fuck. Just like, go and hug her, eh? Yeah, she just, that's all she wants. Just yeah. put my ego aside. If that's the thing that's holding me back, just go and just go and be there for her. Yeah, man. That's powerful. And, and so what did you have to do to get your dad's love? Uh, what did I have to do? It was it was literally work. And, and there was an element. Wow, there you uh, go, eh? Look at that. Yeah, literally just work, work, work don't have the time to feel emotions don't really play and be joyful and do like as a kid would do just make sure you're doing work because one day you can be successful and have it all figured out mm, fuck man and yeah. so if you talk about success now what determines success to you now because before it was work hard get money is success change for you money yes uh <laughs> success for me is more <laughs> it's more about impact it's like yeah. in this current stage of my life it's like if if or how i how i how am i pursuing my success is for me to have a lifestyle which every aspect of it is in alignment with what i'm doing if i'm going to show up as a as a coach and help people through whatever they're going through i also need to be in alignment and integrity within my own life so it's about creating impact mm -hmm. but how can my lifestyle also represent what I'm trying to create in the world as well. Good on you, man. It's really powerful. Mm. Talk to me about the lowest point in your life, Luke, uh, like a really low point, and was suicide ever a factor in that? Yeah, I've I've never. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, no, no. When I was when I was 15, when I experienced my first heartbreak, uh, I I don't think it was the the depths of what a lot of people would go through with suicide, having those darker nights of the soul. I think I was still in this very immature masculine behavior and I was just trying to do it for attention with my, like breaking up with a partner. That's mm. the only time I've really had the, the thoughts of suicide. I haven't gone through like very, very deep dark nights of the soul. Uh, the lowest points in my life since then, uh, I mean, there was, a, there was a period in my life where I, I was on a bit of a, bit of a snowball out of control in terms of going out, drinking, sleeping with chicks and it got to this point where I'd, uh, I'd slept with one of my uh, former mates, uh, ex-girlfriends and uh, it was, a, it was a quite a weird situation. She had just broken up with him. She was in this phase of like, I don't know if I should be like sleeping around and seeing people. So I was just, I was in this phase of like, look, this is, I feel, I feel like this is for me at this time. I'm going to do it. And after that, uh, there was this, this just overwhelm. I just felt like, wow, like, was was that like this was that this forceful energy like i was almost thinking like i i had literally forced myself into this situation that mm. uh 
wasn't consented by her, but I was like, no, that's not my truth because like I was, I was in this and everything was just flowing. But after it, I, I had this energy come from her. Like I feel guilty that I actually did that with you. Yeah. That then progressed into him eventually finding out. And like I was receiving death threats. My business was getting called out on social media. Mm. I just went to this, uh, this, this phase where I was just like, I was constantly just being like called out on social media. And I was like, fuck, like, wow, like I created this. And yes, there's, so much that uh is coming to the surface that that isn't true or uh from his perspective like i was this 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 bad person i was like i I get it i see where you're coming from but uh also like i was just in this this journey of like i don't know i don't know what what life really is at the moment so there was elements of what's my next step from here if this is is this who i i am as a person like is this really who i am and i made a choice from there to 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 really just take myself out and disassociate from that really the snowball i was going down in that time shit man that's pretty mm. gnarly is there like a i mean what death threats are pretty fucking that's pretty crazy pretty, pretty intense yeah wow but it's good that you could see that you've actually attracted that like you created this so it's like you've got that yeah. element of responsibility in that moment right yeah most is, that definitely. A, is that a big thing with you now? Like you just go, how have I created this when, when shit's yeah. not going right? Yeah. Every, like I feel like I've got a, I've got a part in everything and no matter what, if someone's triggered by me and they're like, Oh, and they're, they're showing me their triggers. I'm like, well, I've also, I've also created this too. So like, what's That's my really part cool, in relationships? Like whatever it is, I've, I have my, my role in it. I feel like even in the spiritual world, we can bypass that and we, Oh, spiritual bypass. <laughs> fuck bro. So fuck. It's gnarly. Like I, I just, I just, I, I had this conversation the other day. I'm up here in Byron. This guy, uh, he's coming to see us. And he's like, yeah, cool. We're going we're gonna to do dinner. Is it okay if I stay at your house? I'm like, look, man, we don't really have the space at the moment. Uh, but yeah, more than happy to have dinner. He's like, cool. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Four hours later, I get this message, this voice message. Hey, man, uh, Spirit had other plans for me today. Oh, fuck. So Spirit had other plans. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he's like, yeah, so like, I'm going to go up here and do this. I'm like, hey, it's not, it's not Spirit. <laughs> You've just made this decision not to fully commit to me because it may have been this better option. And now you've gone off and done your other thing. Perfect. Oh, just shit. tell me that you had, a, you had another priority there, man. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't care. But spirit didn't decide this. You were just in this You period. fucking did, bro. I can get something better than this. So, yeah. yeah. No, I, man, that's so fucking funny. I, mm. Like, I've, um, I experienced a lot of that in a bud. But you know what? The funny thing was is, like, I started calling them them the feather people which i'm calling it was my own judgment but i was calling there was like in a bud there's like you've been a bud right there's like really out there like spiritual people and then i mean just being themselves and then there's really sort of like just people sort of getting in like to to spirituality going to yoga barn and you know loving Mm. that that beingness and um yeah, I saw so much of that, and I and I actually realized that that's exactly why I went there because I was by, by, bypassing the real world and not yeah, wow. taking re- responsibility for my environment in every moment. Mm. And um, that's why we moved to Changu. I was like, cool. I feel like we've really learned our lesson here, and like I wasn't vibing it anymore there. And yeah, it's that next level. I think that next level to really like anyone listening can is that if they are in the spiritual world, don't blame spirit take responsibility for your mm. actions and for the actions of those around you saying this is because we're all this is the number one thing we talk about in the spiritual world manifestation law mm. of attraction <laughs> right 
Yep. <laughs> but they deny it when they've attracted it, when there's a sit- shitty situation in their environment. So, no, this mm. isn't me. Like, they don't take, right? But they, they, they love that they've attracted all the beautiful things. Yes. And it's a, it's a matter of good or bad, you've attracted it and you need to learn from it. If you just take one mm. benefit from it, one fucking benefit, that, you know, a lesson. And in that sense, you've never failed. The situation has never failed and it's never actually been negative. It's always been positive, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a good topic, man, that spiritual bypassing. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. Radical responsibility is the key. That's it. Um, so talk to me about this moment of awakening, like the most significant moment of awakening for you that sort of started this conscious path permanent, more permanently. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be the most recent one. So uh, some context, I was, I was in Bali. I'd done a retreat over there. It was up in uh, Tejakula, the very north of Bali, at a, a retreat with uh, Jared Grant and Abigail Bremner. Uh, they've got Limitless Love and Leadership, quite a, quite a big movement online. And they have this retreat called Embodiment, which is an eight-day event. Uh, a big focus on breath work, uh, but it's everything, emotional healing, trauma released, uh, very somatic work, not so much mindset, which has been the start of my journey, but getting deeper into that embodiment and somatic release. Mm -hmm. So in that period, uh, COVID, like it was a thing. I flew over there. I was like, oh, there's all this this stuff happening in China and there's a little bit happening overseas, but it'll be sweet. I'll be able to get back to Australia. We had no communication for the full eight days. I think day four after coming out of it, day four is when Australia had these 14-day border, uh, sorry, 14-day quarantine periods as you arrived home from overseas and we came out of it and I was just like wow I've got this this really deep resistance to coming home like I don't I don't want to go home and I was like oh I've got a business at home it's sort of everything in my life right now uh but I've, I've just got this deep deep resistance to going home so I had planned to have an extra three days in Bali just to integrate everything that happened over the eight days in the retreat because it was very very intense and uh it, that retreat itself has been like the, the cherry on top for all my self-development. It was just like this complete coming together of everything I'd done, all the mindset work, uh, the NLP, just everything has just been like, it has a place in your life and now's the time to actually mm. start using that. Cool. So I was over in Bali and I was like, look, spoke to my business partner. Hey, I'm going to try to do this thing where I can work sort of part-time for the, for the company and then do start a coaching business over, over in Bali, uh, which then, turned into like I was in this element of like fuck like I now have like I, I still don't have clarity on whether this is going to go through with my current company back home in, in Sydney uh, I now need to find a house in Bali what's going to happen with income I've got nothing I've got a couple, couple K in the bank what am I going to do and yeah, it ended up being that it wasn't going to work long term for me to have the gym in Sydney so I was like look Lisa I'm going all in on this this new vision and I had to then start showing up as like a, a new evolved man and this is the new business and the new uh, new business of impact I'm going to start showing up as. Mm. And yeah, I started sharing my story online on, on uh, Instagram and Facebook and people just like, what the fuck is going on? Like you're, you're in this, you're in this cult. Uh, you're like, you're taking magic <laughs> mushrooms, like all this. And I'm like, fuck, oh this God. is my truth. I need to, I need to just, yeah. I, I need to just stand here and just be like unrelentless. And this is my message. This is what I'm sharing with the world. And it was just this, this new depth of like, fuck no, like, 
I, I can be held by someone. I think that was one of the pivotal moments is through that eight days, I realized I didn't have to have it figured all out. Yeah, I didn't yeah, have yeah. to fucking carry the weight of the world on my shoulders anymore. Yeah. I didn't have to look a certain way in leadership. I can break down. I can be held by someone. Powerful. And I started showing up as that online. I'm like, I don't have it all figured out. And I'm fucking learning. And I'm over here in Bali. I'm doing this new thing. I'm bringing it all together. And for so long, I've just, I've held on to really guilt of not, implementing all these tools that I've learned. Now's the time for me to explode and to do this. But in that process, I don't have it figured all out. I, I mm. can be fucking, I can be, I can be broken down. I can be vulnerable in this. And, and that's authentically me. I don't yeah, have totally. to be Yeah, that was the, that was the, the, the most recent awakening. And yeah, like it has completely polarized my audience. Like I've seen people just like, re, like just attacking me. Like there's so many triggers. Like, man, like I was getting these, these comments on Instagram. Like people would sign in my DMs and like, man, you need serious fucking help. And I'm just like, I would respond. I'd be like, I really appreciate your input and I really appreciate your, your feedback. And it, it would, most of it was in regards to what was happening in the world as well. Cause I'm like, yes, I, I have my truth and, and how I'm going to help people and serve people. But there's also all this other stuff happening in the world. I want to just bring a little bit of light to that. I'm like, I, uh, he's like, yeah, you, you're really fucked up. You need help. I'm like, I'm not fucked up. I don't need help. I appreciate your feedback. However, what I think uh, is really fucked up in the world is that like someone like you, you're just, constantly accepting all these things that are happening in the world you're just like sitting there like yep this is this is happening social distancing COVID. yep that's yeah. what i need to i need to abide by because that's what authority says to me mm-hmm. and i also was like and as, as well as that you're still going down this path of drinking and going out on weekends and doing this i think you need to start digging deeper like don't think of me as your fuck you're on social media showing up doing this breath work in these photos of being held by multiple women and whatever else it's like I think you need to start having a reality check as well. So mm. that was the most recent recent awakening wow, for me. It was a pivotal moment for me to go, no, come back home, get That's to buy heavy. and start this. So yeah. So can I ask if you've ever have you ever faced a lot of judgment in your life or have you given a lot of judgment in your life prior to all of this? Def- definitely given a lot of judgment. Uh, mm. I would say not so much. Yeah, I'm gonna say I've judged. I've judged people that are overly spiritual in in my life, and then the most recent thing for me has been uh, in that spiritual sense of myself being more awake. Copying it. So, literally, yeah, I've literally received my own judgment. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say because that's that's what I was gonna say. It's like it sounds like almost like it's a karmic return. I was. It was yeah, that's what interests me. I was like, huh. I wonder if because that's not really that normal. I, well, I mean at least in my experiences, I was like, fuck, that's, that seems like you've just yeah. like copped a karmic well, beating, eh? Yeah, that and there's a lot of context to it. Like um, I was from an area in Sydney, Cronulla, which is very Anglo-Saxon. It's very, wow. let's go out, let's drink. We're men. Like we, we don't... We, like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The You're triggering some like fucking story. hardcore masculine shit, eh? Yeah, hardcore masculine alpha male. But really, it's all these little boys inside that are scared and they're seeing someone like, fuck, yeah. like... That guy's owning his shit now. I'm so triggered, but now nah, you're fucked. Like you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. I grew up in many country towns, and I lived out in near Dubbo yeah, for wow. many years. And so I, I totally vibe the, the. It's the it's the country. I think I feel like it's that country masculine as well. Mm. But you know what I've noticed? I was like, I feel like for me, the more and more I release my truth and open up, yeah, they might say shit you know, to their groups and whatever, so be it. But um, do you still have they still trickle through in your DMs and they're like, man, I love, I'm <laughs> fucking loving what you're doing. 
and it's really helped me open up. It's open, like I've opened my eyes and some of my mm. old, really old, old mates have just been like, fuck bro, it's crazy what you just like, that resonated with me so deeply. Mates mm. I used to fucking smoke crystal meth with, mm. you know, wow. you know? So, yeah. I mean, have you noticed that that's happening to you yeah, where like I, you're getting I, a lot more positive messages as well? I, I definitely get positive messages and some of these people who were initially triggered when I respond in the way that's like, no, nah, this, like, this is just a, a reflection of you. They're just like, wow, okay, like, I get you, man. Keep doing your thing. They, mm. they still don't agree, but there's an element of like, okay, like I see that now. I, I see the, the benefit yeah. of that. You planted a seed. Yeah. Wow, brother. Awesome. So what healing was a big part of this journey? Like you've got to this retreat, like you said, breath work. What, like what else was really pivotal for you? Yeah. Uh, so I had the, a guilt and shame exercise was very pivotal for me. I'd done a, done a similar cool. one at, at the Bridge Experience with Press and Alexi uh, in November of last year. And awesome. It was, it was a bigger, bigger container, bigger group of people. There was like 75 people there. Uh, we just did this, this release of guilt and shame, just like anything we're holding on to. Let's release it, stand there, be seen, have your body go through a somatic process of, of releasing that. I didn't feel safe there. Like I did not feel like I was held. On this retreat, however, there was 21 participants and 10 facilitators. So it was a lot more, uh, wow, a, lot intimate. More a lot more held and intimate. And I did a similar exercise and to share it like I was yeah I was just going through so much traumas in relation to like sexual trauma so like as a as a boy growing up like seeing other mates have sex and like fuck why am I doing that going mm. through my own experience of like premature ejaculation like all no, these little man. elements of add up and I'm just like releasing all this and uh it was this beautiful setup of it too so like I was sitting between two two uh two females there's seven guys here uh 14 females so every every like masculine energy had a, a feminine female, either side yeah. of them to hold them and we did this full release and i was just like just breathe like literally hold your sex breathe and start to channel some of that sexual energy and the guilt and shame that goes with it just start releasing it speaking and like this whole retreat i hadn't cried yet i was just like fuck like there's a comparison story coming up why aren't i why aren't i like why why are all these other men crying like maybe it's not for me and then i just like just went to the depths of it laid back onto this uh onto this lady and I just had this feeling that I was held by my mother. And then the message that came through for me was like, Luke, like you haven't, you haven't gone through heartbreak in your life. You actually broke your own heart when you disconnected you from your mom at a young age. And I was just like, like just broke down 10 minutes, just straight tears coming out. And I was like, that's what I needed. That's what I'm here for. And mm. yeah, it was powerful, man. What was the shame and guilt exercise? Oh, so yeah, I was literally disconnecting to shame and guilt around sexual trauma sexual wounding so whatever that was that whatever that meant for you so mm. for me i was like tuning into yeah like as a a 12 year old guy seeing mates of mine having sex i'm like fuck like i need to do that so i was like, creating all these stories and when i had my first experience of having intercourse i was just like like all these stories came up and like am i am i good at this like he's fuck, done man. it for years now so like all these stories were just unraveling and yeah it's just layer upon layer upon layer just coming off I feel yes. you, brother. Wow. Mm. Thanks for sharing that, man. What about your friend group? How has that changed as you've changed? Has it been a journey with, with that, in that process? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So before, so I'm going to just use the last three years as an example. Before stepping into the self-development and consciousness community, mm. I had friends which are largely alpha males uh, playing footy growing up in that sense. 
I also had a very academic background as well. So I was at one stage studying engineering at university, a double degree. So I had that community as well. So a little bit, I've always had just different communities around me. Then as I started to step into the self-development uh, work, a lot of the alphas and the toxic masculinity left. It was mm. obviously triggered and they, they fell out of my life. Yeah. Then with the university, as I became more conscious, and conscious, I was just like, I don't fit into this system anymore either. So then they started to fall away. And then I found this new group of friends and a lot older than me as well in the self-development community. And then <laughs> I was then starting to see this whole like, oh, not everything's about mindset. It's about embodiment now. So then I started to step into, uh, yeah, more, I'm going to say more presence, more being type energy as opposed to the high performance. So then I was polarizing some of that, uh, just the high performing uh, industry, like mindset, mindset, everything is doing. So then I started to lose a lot of those friends. And the recent, most recent awakening for me, I've lost a lot of those lost, but it's in this process now of I'm not being met the same way and I'm not able to meet them in a, in the same way that I was now that I'm not so much do, 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 be, 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 I got to be strong. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. So I'm now starting to lose that friendship group because they can't really relate to my life. And it's like, cause I'm, I'm only working 25 or 30 hours a week now and I'm giving myself the time and space to be out in nature. I'm doing breath work. I'm, I have now have this lifestyle, which is very holistic. I'm not so much about producing results all the time. So now they're like, well, man, like you're, you're different. Like your energy's changed and you've got space in your life to, to have a female business partner and you're in union with her and she's included in everything. I just want to have like a bro chat with you, but like, what about her? So like, it's, it's, it's really changed the dynamic now. And yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. And since this retreat too, a lot of, a lot of uh, that community is based up at the Gold Coast. So I've been up there for the last mm-hmm. probably five out of eight weekends. I've been up there with that community. So mm. that's the, the most recent cool. and it's been a journey. Yeah, 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 for sure, brother. Mm. What part of that journey have you most grateful for? Uh, what part am I most grateful for? I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, the 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 biggest learning and the, the biggest gratitude I have for that is is knowing that I don't have to keep the same friends my entire life. There's mm. there's different stages, there's different phases, and there's people in my life that allow me to evolve into to to the next level. And I I, I have a, an appreciation and gratitude that uh, it's not always going to be permanent, and there's always the next. The next, the next level, and the, and the next, uh, the next phase that's coming through. The impermanence of it all. The impermanence of it all. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful, brother. And the last question for this interview is: What's one tip you would give your old self just starting this journey, man? Mm, one tip. I'm gonna say love, love, love triumphs everything else. If we can just keep coming back to love, if that's love for your business, love for yourself, uh, being able to put the need to do aside in the place of love and connection. Uh, yeah, love is love is just it just triumphs everything else. Mm. Just give and yourself I, a big hug. Yeah, if I if I found that earlier, uh, perhaps I wouldn't have reached some of the success, success, material success with business and whatever else. But like there would there would be a, an even deeper embodiment of love. Uh, and presence in my life that's beautiful brother thank you very much for sharing your journey with me luke it's a pleasure to have such a good man 
in this world and to be able to interview you, man, like you've got such a beautiful energy, beautiful spirit, and I can't wait to see your path unfold for you, man. It's really beautiful. Thank you very much. Mm, thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to, to share this message and I hope it resonates with so many people. Definitely will, man. I think the biggest part of that is the doing, doing, doing and and not sitting still to to help heal that, that ener energetic body that, you, that we're all carrying around. So for anyone listening that does resonate with this, please reach out to Luke and uh, connect with Luke on social media. And again, just take time to just really sit into yourself mm. and be what you came here to be. Much love, everyone, and I'll see you on the next episode. I got love in my eyes, bro, I can't see I'm gonna be who I'm destined to be Wokeness is taking my old self away Yeah, I put love into me I'm spreading that love, yo, don't you see Grab your cacao and drink it with me Cause wokeness is taking my old self away Woke man, wokey woke man Woke man, wokey woke man Woke man, wokey woke man Bring love and just be Woke man Wokey woke man, woke man, wokey woke man, woke man, wokey woke man, bring love and just be.